Hello and welcome to Launchpad, the Launchpad podcast. This is episode number 13. I'm Graham Binns and with me is Mr. Matthew Ravel. Hello. What have we got coming up on the show, Matt? Well, we have got um, an interview with new team member Michael Nelson, uh, who has joined the Soyuz team, the, the team of Black Arts. And then so we've got a chat. Yes, we do. Um, I'll be talking a little bit about the uh, the bug tracker plugins and about how can you can roll your own. Cool. Um, so the, the other thing I, I, I've just remembered that you're doing pretty soon is, provided you can get out of the house, yeah. you're going to UDS, aren't you? I am, yes. Provided, no. Yeah, get, getting to UDS isn't the hard bit. Getting, getting to London is the hard bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so why is that then? Uh, because at the moment my my house is surrounded by ice. Um, unfortunately, we've had some very very wintry weather over the last couple of days, and we're forecast for heavy snow tonight. Uh, and if the trains aren't running um, on Friday, I'm going to struggle to get to Heathrow to make my flight. So it could be quite interesting. Maybe yeah. I'll be hitchhiking all the way to London. So, so Graham, when you're at UDS, what are you going to be doing? Well, I'm going to be spending some time um, in each of the, the tracks at UDS um, talking to people about how we can improve the, the Launchpad bug tracker to make the, um, the Ubuntu release um, for uh, the Jaunty Jackalope even better, even easier. Um, we're, I'm going to be discussing the, the major bugs that people have. I'm going to be demonstrating some, hopefully be demonstrating some upcoming functionality. That rather depends on whether I can get uh, my screencasts recorded. Um, and um, and I'll be talking to people about the features that they'd like to see uh, in the bug tracker. Um, and hopefully I'll be able to come away with um, a long list of, of things that are either new ideas or I've, I'll get maybe a, a good priority list from the, the people there so that we can then prioritize that work um, in the coming months and, and hopefully get some of that um, up and running in Launchpad in fairly short order. And there'll be other members of the Launchpad team there as well, so I, I presume they'll make themselves known. Yes, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they will. Um, you'll, you'll know which ones they are, the, 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 the pale ones um, who, who shy away from, from public contact. Um, but we're, we're, some, we're some quite dandy chaps. Uh, in, in particular, we've got some exciting Launchpad t-shirts, which uh, I'm sure... Uh, yes, you guys will be uh, sporting. This is very true. I shall, I shall make sure that I, uh, I wear my my lunchpad T-shirt, um, and I shall um, persuade or coerce my colleagues into doing the same. Um, <laughs> yes, there'll, there'll be someone there. I think there's someone there from every every lunchpad team. So um, for for each of the different areas of lunchpad um, bugs um, uh, foundations the Launchpad registry which deals with uh, projects and teams and people and so on um, and from there'll be there's some guys there from the the Soyuz team um, and also Kiko our boss will be uh, will be present as well um, and probably just as animated as usual so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good UDS I'm looking forward to it so Graham You've been working on a couple of plugins for, well, one for Track and one for Bugzilla. Now, forgive me if, I, if I've got this wrong, but these plugins make it easier for those two uh, bug trackers to communicate two-way with the Launchpad. Is that right? That's you correct. Explain yeah. it. You explain it in the proper words. Okay, so what the plugins allow is for um, the bug trackers that have them installed to, to work with Launchpad 
um, in in a bi-directional fashion, which is pretty much what you said, actually. Um, at the moment, for most bug trackers, Launchpad can only import bug statuses because the uh, the remote bug trackers don't know that Launchpad exists and, and don't really care about it. Uh, these plugins allow Launchpad to ask the... Um, the bug tracker for specific information, things like bug statuses, uh, when the bugs were last changed, have there been any comments since the last time we checked, and so on and so forth. And it also allows Launchpad to push information to the remote bug trackers as well, so it's a two-way relationship rather than just being Launchpad sucking all the data in. And uh, they're, they're still in beta at the moment, aren't they, these, these two plugins? We've spoken about them before on, on the podcast, but uh, give, give us a quick update on, on how you've been getting on with them, uh, what, what sort of interest there has been in them. There's been um, quite a bit of interest in the in the track plugin. I think the Bugzilla one hasn't uh, hasn't taken off quite as readily because a lot of the projects that use Bugzilla use an older version of Bugzilla that's not compatible with the plugin. We had to use the uh, the latest version of Bugzilla for that plugin, um, and not all that many Bugzillas are running that version. Um, but the track one is certainly quite popular. Uh, track is a very popular bug tracker, so. Um, a lot of people have expressed interest in it, and we've um, we've helped a lot of people to install it. Uh, we have discovered one or two um, odd little problems along the way. There was um, an interesting bug whereby a launchpad would only push comments back to the remote bug tracker if the bug had changed on the remote bug tracker, which made absolutely no sense whatsoever. Um, so we've been coming across things like that, but that's what the that's the purpose of the beta. So. So far, I'd like I'd like to think that things are going pretty well. Uh, we're certainly ironed out most of the major defects, which is exactly what we wanted to do by this point. Um, and hopefully, we'll we'll continue to see these things being uh, being used by different upstream projects. Okay, so to give you a nice lead in to what I want you to say next and what you want to say next. Now, Graham, why is it that we can't use these plugins on other bug trackers? What are you doing about that? Well, the problem is that each bug tracker does things in its own way, stores data in its own way, uh, represents bugs internally in its own way, and so on. Now, we recognise, obviously, that other people are going to want to be able to interact with Launchpad in the same way as Bugzilla and TrackNow can. Um, so what we're doing to, to help facilitate this is we are opening up the... Um, the API specification that we've used for the, the track and Bugzilla plugins um, to the public so that anyone can then take it and develop um, a Launchpad plugin um, which will then communicate properly with uh, with Launchpad um, for whichever bug tracker you, you may wish to do it for. So um, for Mantis, say, or for Flyspray, which are just uh, two bug trackers that occurred to me off the top of my head. Um, the the specification is quite detailed. I mean, we have had only two goals at this, but we've come to a fairly concise set of uh, requirements for the for the plugins. We know exactly what methods we need. We figured out along the way that some of the things that we we thought we we wanted to do with the plugins we couldn't do, or we couldn't do in um, in the way that we thought we could, and. All of that has been taken into account. So all the development work that we've done on the track and Bugzilla plugins has all led us to this point with the API, where we're happy to open it up to the public because we think it's it's a useful um, it's a useful specification rather than just a jumble of ideas, which is of course how most things start out. So anybody can now take that API specification and and write a plugin and let us know that 
they're doing it uh, and we'll be more than happy to help them test it um, obviously then we've got to write the the code to interact with that plugin properly but um, but that's uh, that shouldn't take all that long because of the way our infrastructure for for these things is is built so yeah I'm really looking forward to this I really hope that somebody will pick it up for um, for different bug tracker software and um, and that we'll be able to have even more plugins than we than we do already so, so it's just a case of uh, we've given we, we, we're publishing the tools to let anyone create their own plugin and all we need to do is a little bit of implement, implementation on the launchpad end which presumably shouldn't be too much because it's a standard API isn't it so you know. yes exactly I mean the, the the problems that we have to solve on the launchpad end are usually issues of, of translation so um, each bug tracker will have different statuses from each other bug tracker so bugzilla uh, represents a bug status in one way um, and and track does it in another way and they they usually they usually just string representations of the status but obviously launchpad needs to know how to interpret those statuses into a launchpad bug status which is is fairly straightforward but it's just that it's that kind of thing that we need to do and also we need to make sure that we detect the plugin properly it's pointless trying to use the the plugin when talking to remote bug tracker if that remote bug tracker doesn't have the plugin installed um, in fact all we'll end up doing then is is erroring and uh, and filling our logs with junk which is obviously not not ideal so um, but that's the the work is at this point fairly minimal because we've done a lot of the um, of the hard work already for uh, for getting these things in place. That sounds great, Graham. So uh, you need to then, I presume, take a look at a page on our help wiki. Yes, um, the the API specification is at help.launchpad.net/bugs/plugin/api/spec. Um, is there anything else going on in the world of, of, of Launchpad bugs at all, Graham? Well, in actual fact, we're we're currently looking for a new team member. Um, the the Launchpad Bugs team is currently four developers um, and one developer stroke manager stroke genius, um, and we're we're looking for for someone else to uh, to, to add to that team. Hopefully, some we, what we what we want to find is somebody who is is really dedicated to to the task of making the Launchpad Bug Tracker even better. Um, we've got a lot of very good domain knowledge about bug tracking and we're we're getting better all the time and what we what we'd really like is for somebody else to be able to come in and uh, and really dedicate themselves to that task um, so that's that's the the big news from the bugs team at the moment is that we're we're hoping to expand um, and hopefully we'll get some some really interesting people applying that's one of the great things about working on the launchpad team it's always full of uh, of interesting and extremely clever individuals yeah and i'll be uh, I, I, well basically keep your eyes on the on the launchpad news blog for um, a little bit more about that that job role that is uh, well available right now or you can go to ubuntu.com slash employment and you'll see the job advert there right now to peruse and decide whether you're not applying hi michael nelson welcome to launchpod and also to the launchpad team thank you uh, now you're in you're in berlin but that doesn't sound like a german accent to me <laughs> Not at all, mate. Yeah, no, I've been in, in Berlin since February this year, I believe. So, um, yeah, it was a, a move that 
I'd been planning for a while, um, basically for family reasons. Um, so yeah, no, I'm enjoying living in Berlin at the moment. It's an amazing place to live when you've come from. I, th I think th the biggest thing for me is probably the amount of history, obviously tied in with Europe and Berlin in particular. Um, coming from Sydney, Australia, there's yeah, not. I guess you've got lots of history, but it's a very different type of history. You're now working for Canonical on uh, on, on the Launchpad Soyuz team, so you're working on a team that at least within Launchpad itself, we we think of as being somewhere where you have to practice something akin to voodoo. Uh, <laughs> how have you found uh, getting used to the code base and, and, and the, the sheer breadth of, of what Launchpad does? Mm. Um, yeah, at, at first, I mean, I guess I, I came into this knowing that it was a huge code base um, and being ready for a huge learning curve. Um, and it certainly has been that. So, I mean, w one positive thing on... I guess is that I love learning. Like I, I thrive on kind of opportunities to learn. So it's um, it's it's really exciting for me being able to um, yeah get stuck into it and and gradually kind of work my way through the code. But that's obviously a long a long process. But I mean the processes that are set up at Canonical are excellent. So the learning opportunities through reviews and just through the the general helpfulness of you know everyone on um, Launchpad Code and and the Soyuz team in particular. It's um, yeah, it's it's easy enough to learn the specifics of an area to fix a certain bug. I think um, I'm obviously always um, putting my hand up for help to to Celso and, and Big Jules um, whenever I need something, which is a bigger picture um, decision. Which I obviously <laughs> it'll be a while before I get there. I'd say. <laughs> so, is there is there anything in particular that you've worked on recently that you can tell us about? Um, yeah, with probably the, the most significant change I did recently was adding a decorated result set for Storm. Um, in, in Soyuz, there's quite a few searches that happen where we're actually trying to present something um, to the user interface, to the browsers, which doesn't really exist in the database. It's actually a combination of two different things in the database. So in the past, there'd be a, a search being run um, on the actual database tables, but then the result set would be um, iterated through a list comprehension to actually convert it into the type that was wanted, um, which is obviously it. Yeah, it was making some pages um, the response time quite large. So I added a, um, a decorated result set which allows you to do slicing and all that kind of stuff, and it only converts to the actual um, class that's being expected um, at the last minute after it's done the slice on the um, on the database query. Right, so you see, that's why uh, I, I refer to it as voodoo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so, so you're getting stuck in and and uh, and generally finding find, find things okay. Um, so, yeah. what are you most looking forward to over the next six months out of, out of what you've got planned? Um, Feature-wise, it's probably too early for me um, to say. I'm still yeah coming, just kind of. I guess growing my fingers out into the, the different functionality. Um, Coding-wise, I guess the thing that I'm most excited about is some stuff that Francis was talking about, being able to start separating the different functionality of Launchpad into um, separate code bases. And that's something that I think would make it um, much much more accessible for, for new people starting to look at the code as well as um, 
much easier to do a lot of um, test-driven development. That's where you don't have dependencies on on mm. different areas type things. So. And, and that's particularly interesting as we're uh, moving towards open sourcing Launchpad next year. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. I mean, it would make it a lot easier for people to be able to contribute if it wasn't just, um, you know, what wasn't one huge code base but was separated out into, into smaller applications. Right, yeah. Um, uh, something that, that I did, should have asked you earlier, but I, I didn't, was um, what were you doing before you came to Canonical? How did you... Is there something that interests me is, is, is how, how people find out about jobs at Canonical and, and particularly jobs in the Launchpad team. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, most recently, since I've been here in Berlin, I've actually been working for a number of companies doing um, web application development using Django, Python and Django, as well as Ruby on Rails. Um, both companies specialised in virtual world integration. So um, the biggest thing for me, I think, was, um, I guess, the, the excitement of working, for me, looking at Canonical at a product that I've been using for years, um, a product that I, I, you know, I love and already, um, you know, am, am keen to promote to people. Um, it's a huge thing to be able to work um, for... I guess where your full-time employment is for a product that you believe in and are keen to promote. Whereas, yeah, I guess the, the prior jobs I was involved in, were, they were really interesting, but they weren't something that I use in my own time or really have an interest to use in my own time. So I um, scanned the, um, the canonical employment um, pages and yeah, just saw this position and, and jumped at the opportunity. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's great to have you on the team, and uh, I look forward very much to seeing all the wonderful things that you and the guys are going to do with Soyuz. Um, so thanks very much, Michael Nelson. Thanks, Matthew. Okay, so that's the end of Launchpad episode 13. If you've got any feedback, you know what to do. It's feedback at launchpad.net. Oh, and don't forget our exciting Launchpad t-shirt competition. Go to the Launchpad news blog and type in t-shirt in the search box and you'll find it. Um, it's a little bit of an odd question. Basically, you have to tell us how, what is it, the, the, the average number of people per Launchpad team. Um, and here's a clue. You can get the answer if you use the Launchpad API. Um, so yeah, and is is nothing. Extra points for Shern as you're working. Uh, Graham, it's been good talking to you. Likewise, always a pleasure. Enjoy UDS. I hope it uh, I hope it goes well for you. Um, and I also hope that either you'll speak to me live on the line uh, from California, <laughs> or um, you'll just uh, tell me about it when you get back. I'm I will do my utmost. Ah, oh, thanks a lot. Okay, like I said, feedback at launchpad.net. Let's listen to some music from Barry Warsaw. Maybe she wants to get the pixie drunk. <laughs>